Hello, and welcome to the third episode of the BPL podcast. I'm here with graphic novel expert and BPL staff member Jordan Valentine. Happy to be here. So, uh, yeah, let's just hop right into it. We're talking about graphic novels today. Um, we'll have some recommendations, and we'll also talk about Hoopla, one of our great electronic resources. So, Jeff, uh, how familiar with graphic novels are you? Um, not too familiar. Uh, I have to be honest. I have really only read one in my life, and that's Saga by Brian K. Vaughn. That's a good place to start. <laughs> uh, yes, for sure, for sure. Uh, yeah, Saga's one of my favorites. Actually, probably is my favorite. Cool, cool. So those of you who don't know, um, Saga is yeah by Brian K. Vaughn and illustrated by Fiona Staples. And um, it's sort of a sci-fi fantasy story uh, about a family on the run from these... Uh, warring planets um uh, you know the the father and mother are are from these opposing planets and uh their um uh, governments want to kill them because they have uh proven that there can be peace uh and and babies between them so um yeah it's kind of a sweeping uh space opera sort of saga <laughs> Like the, na- <laughs> like the name would suggest. hey <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. What, what, do you, what do you like about it? Or did you like it? I, I, I just assumed that I like it, Jordan. Wow. I, mean, I, I, I did like it a lot, actually. And <clears throat> I think one of the things um, that Saga made me realize is that, you know, there's sort of a misconception about graphic novels. I feel that, you know, they're sort of um, juvenile or, you know, they can't tell a mature uh, story and Saga definitely does. You know, I also really enjoy the art style. Um, it's very vibrant and yeah. um, that sort of you know helped connect me with it. Um, you know, one of my favorite things about fantasy or sci-fi stories is getting to like being introduced to this sort of alien, these alien worlds and these um, unfamiliar characters and new species and color color palettes. So uh, yeah, that's. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's cool. It's not. I mean, even though like the story can be serious, it first of all it doesn't always take itself very seriously. That's which true. is interesting and, and cool. And, and but yeah, I mean, it's not like one of these dark, gritty stories. It's a very like colorful, like magical <laughs> story. Uh, another thing that I liked uh, about Saga is how they use color in the text. So like when they're speaking different languages, like there's a language called Blue, and so the text will be blue. Uh, Somebody, I think a, there's there's like a ghost who speaks in like a hot pink color, I think, um, and there are a few other instances like that where like even just the text uh, helps sort of shape the story, uh, which is really interesting. Yeah, almost reminiscent of House of Leaves. That's right. Yeah, the uh, Mark Z. Danieluski book. Yeah, um, I loved that book. It's so good, um, and yeah, the way the text is presented in that, like the the word house is always in blue. Mm-hmm. Um, or the text itself is arranged in certain ways, like a maze yeah. at times. Um, and, and just like just like House of Leaves, um, the creators of Saga have said that they don't want it to become like a TV show or a movie or anything. They want it to be a graphic novel format because they feel like there are th- certain things they could do only in this format uh, that wouldn't play as well like on TV or whatever, which I think is 
commendable. Right? Yeah, you, you have to respect that these days when so many franchises are just being milked dry and yeah. <laughs> reboots and reboots of reboots. And they're just like pulling out like old dusty comics and like, oh, let's make this a TV show. Right. <laughs> it really doesn't matter what it is at this point. Yeah. You know, Guardians of the Galaxy or whatever yeah. uh, obscure thing they can pull up. You know, thinking about like, like, like Guardians of the Galaxy or like Ant-Man. Right. Like <laughs> they've really... Uh, you know, uh, I think the well is going dry. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> They're really... It's almost like they may have to create original content at some point. No, I mean, <laughs> let's be, let's get realistic. I mean, it's been it's been like five months since the last Spider-Man movie, so I think it's about time we got a reboot. Oh, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> a new Spider-Man, like a new actor, a new new Spider-Man. Yeah, we need that. For sure. I always forget how he started. You know, <laughs> like wait a minute, was it a spider that bit him? Something about like his uncle Ben biting him. <laughs> In some versions. It's, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a story that needs to be told, I feel, you know. Yeah. A, these are the stories that have not been told. These are the legends we want to pass down to our people that are six months younger than us. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> so So yeah, anyway, kinda of like circling back to um to saga. Jordan I think had a very um good way of pitching saga which was what was it uh well i usually say it's like um game of thrones meets star wars a little bit um because there's uh it's it's adult it's uh got fantasy and magic swords and 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 family intrigue and things like that uh but it's also this like space story where people are traveling planet to planet they're sort of uh in a way they're sort of like an empire that's after them and it's yeah, it's really interesting that way. So it sort of, um, it sort of checks both those boxes for me: Star Wars and Game of Thrones. Yeah, and so, you know, even if you're not a graphic novel person, um, I mean, you're pretty much covering the entire U.S. population when you say <laughs> Game of Thrones and Star Wars. Yeah, I would, if you I, like either Game of Thrones <laughs> or Star Wars. Um, I think this is a very good, you know, uh, point of entrance. Yeah, definitely. to the world of graphic novels. Yeah, and especially like, you know, the more mature graphic novels that aren't just like that wouldn't just be like your Sunday morning comics, right? Uh, you know, this isn't Baby Blues. It's not. <laughs> this isn't. You'll know from the first frame. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it's so yeah. I think I think Saga is a great entry point if you're looking to get into graphic novels. Um, so see. another another title by Brian K. Vaughn is Paper Girls, right? That's right. Another, you know, pretty well-known series. Yeah, and that's one of my one of the like newer ones, I think. Um there are three volumes out right now, I think. Um and have you read Paper Girls? I haven't actually. Okay, so it's um also very colorful. Uh it's got sort of like a more realistic art style, but it's like not um like hyper realistic. It's very bright and colorful and um, so it takes place in the 80s. It takes place in Cleveland, and um, it's about these four or so girls who um, deliver newspapers, like you know, early morning by their you know by bike. Um, if if it's not literally the plane dealer they're delivering, it's almost it's like some kind of analog, um, and they're out doing their thing when they find uh, some strange some strange things in the middle of the night. So if that sounds a little bit like uh, Stranger Things, <laughs> then you'd be absolutely correct. I think 80s? 
it's, strange it's the, things. It's the eighties. <laughs> it's um, the Midwest. Children. Yep. Or, uh, yeah. <laughs> Riding around on their bikes. Yep. And then they see something weird from another dimension. So yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I really like Paper Girls. Um, essentially, like they discover these strange things, and then they um, eventually end up like in alternate dimensions and stuff. Uh, and there's some time travel stuff, and it's really, really interesting. And it has all those themes, like just like Stranger Things, you know, of um, you know coming of age and friendship, and um, it's a little bit of that like nostalgia factor for for like the '80s and everything. Um, and it's really, really cool. It's really interesting. You know, it's funny. I think I don't know if it's just the age of the creators of content these days, but mm-hmm. it seems like '80s nostalgia is hitting some sort of critical yeah. mass. Yeah, I think uh, it is. <laughs> I think it is the age, and so I, I estimate in ten years we will have like critical mass of '90s nostalgia for sure. And yeah, and you and I will just be riding that wave. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah, I mean, you have with the '80s thing, you have um, you know Stranger Things, Glow, the Netflix series. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's Ready Player One. Oh yeah, like that is. I mean, the, the movie comes out in a few months, and that's going to be a big thing. Well, so I always say that Paper Girls is for fans of Stranger Things, you know. Uh, except that you basically just flip all the genders, and there you have it. Um, Which is great because you know Stranger Things really nails the adolescent boy perspective. Adolescent right. girl, not so much. Oh yeah, yeah. I've heard. Uh, some criticism on that and i totally agree yeah they uh don't give the girls enough to do on that show so like if you want stranger things with the female perspective go for paper girls for sure so uh if you like um if you like paper girls if you like um something a little darker maybe uh you like that female perspective but you want to go for uh something more intense i would recommend harrow county and this is stepping into sort of the horror genre. Um, Harrow County is by Cullen Bunn and Tyler Crook. Um, and it's about this girl in, they never really say, but it's like the South in, I would guess, the 1930s or 40s, maybe 50s. Uh, it could be today. I don't really know, but they don't actually specify. So, um, But it's this um, Southern County uh, where all these strange things start happening. And it turns out, like, several decades ago, they found, like, a witch, basically, and, like, burned her or something. Uh, and she cursed the whole area. And now... It's a classic um, witch move right oh, there. Oh, yeah. That's what you gotta do. <laughs> That's what you gotta do. When, you, when, it's, when it's time. <laughs> when they put you to the flame. That's you gotta. You gotta curse. Cur- gotta curse them. <laughs> um, so uh, all these all these creatures are like sort of coming out of the woods, and all these strange things are happening, and it all sort of cer- centers around this girl. Um, and so, like, I think in the beginning, one of the main things is is that she finds um, the skin of some boy that is sentient. It's like a full body skin suit that's just. <laughs> No bones, nothing, just these kind of glowing eyes and, and skin. That's not what you want to see. That's not what it's, you want to find. It's not. Ever. But she deals with it so <laughs> calmly. Uh, and so um, you get the sense that, like, there's something allowing her to kind of um, deal with these things in such a nonchalant manner. So mm. 
Uh, she takes this this skin in and puts it in a trunk under her bed or something like that. Um, meanwhile, there is the rest of the boy running around the woods, just muscle and and bone. Which is probably more horrifying, honestly. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Is there is it more horrifying to find just skin or a skinless person? If you uh, listeners, listeners of this podcast, yeah, please take our our Twitter poll. <laughs> yeah, if you can add us or hashtag us. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag skin or muscle. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, asking the important questions here on the BPL podcast. Um, but then there are also, like, demon creatures in the woods and stuff, and they sort of listen to her. So, um, yeah, you get the sense that she has some sort of command over these strange beings. Um, and so it's just, like, very dark, very creepy. Um, I don't think, like, you. it sounds gory, but it's, like, not gory exactly. It's just, like, very strange and creepy. Um, so... Yeah, Harrow County is one of the ones that I'm enjoying. Um, so most of the comics that we've talked about today, um, if not all of them, I think, are Image Comics, which is a publishing company that is, is doing a lot of really, really cool stuff right now. Um, of course, there's, you know, like Marvel and DC and others, but um, I think almost all Image Comics are available on Hoopla, so, uh, do you use Hoopla, Jeff? I do, yeah. Yeah, so Hoopla um, is a it's an electronic resource available through the library. You can access it through our website. Um, if you go to bexleylibrary.org, click on the digital tab, and you'll see a link to Hoopla. Um, you'll have to create an account, but it just takes a few seconds, really. Mm -hmm. There's also an app for mobile devices. So with Hoopla, you get, I believe it's 15 checkouts a month. That's right. Um, everything is available all the time, so you never have to wait for an item, never have to place a hold. Everything disappears automatically. You never have to worry about late fees. Not that we charge late fees anymore anyways. That's but, true. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, Hoopla has ebooks, audiobooks, television, movies, music, and the reason why we're talking about it now, graphic novels. Yeah. So their graphic novel collection is really good. There's like tons of stuff on there. And on the off chance that Hoopla doesn't have a title, we also have an excellent graphic novel selection here at Bexley. Yeah. Uh, graphic novel selection here has, is, is really, really good. Uh, it's, there's a ton of different stuff. There's like weird artsy uh, graphic novels as well as all of the really popular ones. Um, we've got a pretty big collection compared to most other libraries in the area. And... Um, yeah, we uh, are always willing to add new things to, those to that collection, too. So if there's something you're looking for that we don't have, you can go ahead and ask a librarian for a, 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 you know, to, to see if we can buy it and add it to our collection. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and we can also, we have access to thousands, millions, I think, of items to the Central Library Consortium. Mm -hmm. So we can always order it as well from other libraries. Well, that's all the time we have for today's podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Blazer. I'm Jordan Valentine. Thanks for listening.